0: We got, oh, I guess
1: we're, oh, oh, we're live now
0: we're live we're live uh welcome everyone to another live episode of uh bored and annoyed i know it's been a a few weeks since we last um you know recorded anything uh you've sent me a few messages asking where the next episode is so just for that i'm not gonna upload it to libsyn for maybe another two or three weeks after (laughs) after we record this but uh, i am jackson as always and joined by mr home at the movies Right. And uh we don't have the opportunity to redo that because we're live. So I just look like an asshole, which is, you know, how I live my typical daily life. But I guess um let's start with quarantine updates. Uh home, anything going on quarantine related that you know in your life that you'd like to to talk about? How is it treating you? Are you going nuts? What where it's, are you at with the quarantine?
1: You know, it's a it's a really weird situation that we all find ourselves in, you know, like I don't know. I don't know. And and maybe you can answer this. Um, I'm probably of the two of us, maybe the more neurotic of the two. Okay. Uh, and, uh, if you're neurotic or you're anxiety ridden, this is not a great time for you. Even, <laughs> even if you are an introvert, uh, like I, I, I think I'm a good mix of the two. Like I like my alone time, but I also really like being around people. If it's people I like, obviously. Sure. Uh, But this has been really trying for me. Um, I kind of, I want to say like two weeks ago, I kind of like, I broke a little bit. Like I I was not handling it well. And there were personal things that were going on at the time as well. But uh, um, yeah, this is, this has been really, really tough. Now I'm not going out without a mask and like being like picketing everything and being like, open up every, you know, cause like, yeah, right. Fucking. Like I have, you know, I have elderly family members that I care about sure. and I have people who are immune deficient. Like, I'm not going to like open up America. Like I, I get the point behind all of that, but like, for me, it's like, it's, it's been tough because I feel like it's a, it's a role that we all should have and we should all sort of embrace it. Cause it's, it's for the greater good. Um,
0: but it's been, it's not been great. It's really right? not. How about you? <laughs> I, you know, on that note, it's like, I, it's tough because I always like everything. I feel like there's a middle ground, right? Like you right. can't stay shut for fucking ever, right. but you also probably doesn't make sense to gather in groups of a thousand people and, and bitch about it two feet yeah. away from each other, whatever. So it's probably somewhere in between, right? You know? Right. Um, but it's hard. I still have work, you know what yeah, I mean? Me too. So, and, me too. I, and my, my job is going really well, so I can't. I can't like judge someone who's extremely pissed because they don't have work, you know right. what I mean so right so yeah again it's it's somewhere uh in between you did give me a funny thought though you're you're you know bringing up being neurotic. I hope to dear God that curb your enthusiasm somehow plays. Uh, Larry David stuck with Leon in quarantine and like yes. them going out in public with like wearing masks and Larry freaking out because somebody gets within like six inches of them or something. Yeah, um, that needs to happen. So get on yeah. writing that now, Larry, but I'm,
1: sh- I'm, I'm sure it's a thing.
0: But for me, <laughs> like,
1: like I you know, like people who have like a family or they have like a pet, like the, sure. the building, the building that I live in, like there, no pets allowed. So I have no animals and uh, I don't live with anyone. So it's just me
0: seven days a week. Thank God for streaming. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Can you imagine Um, if this happened in like the sixties or or the nineties? Like,
1: right. Right. I mean, like as far as like a time for this to happen, I don't know if there's ever been a better time. Not that, right. You know, that's like your slight silver lining to the whole thing. Sure. But, it's not it's not great especially I feel for anybody who's in my position. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> this is very themselves. selfish. Yeah, yeah, by yeah. yourself in like a one or two bedroom apartment like that's uh that can be a little rough unless you're you know you're very rigid in sort of your uh routine it can be it can be rough.
0: Well, there's probably pros and cons, right? Because right. you know, you don't have I mean not people's relationships, uh, spoilers to everyone who's not been in one or has been in one or whatever, but little spats break out and, uh, and yeah, they can break out more in quarantine. Mm. Um, So, so yeah, that, you know, but having your alone time might be good. I mean, I think we're lucky that we're as passionate about watching shit on the TV as we are because, it's given me an excuse to sit and watch shit that I might maybe wouldn't have watched. Mm. Um, It's given me something to do, I guess, as far as that's concerned. But, but yeah, you get to Friday and like the work weeks wrapping up and you realize that like, it doesn't even feel like you're entering into a weekend because you can't do anything different anyways. Yeah. You're on Friday night. I mean, me and the wife would like to go out to dinner and a movie or whatever. That's the typical Friday night. Um, And now that's dead. So it's like, where are we going to order from? You know, whatever. And it's, it's amazing how when you can't do something, how it drives you nuts. I mean, I'm about as lazy as they come. I probably sit on my ass in my house in this chair over here more than just about anybody sits on their ass and does nothing in the known universe. Um, And still just that one reprieve of, of, of going out and having a nice dinner or whatever it is that being gone is rough. And I am interested to see what kind of TV shows and movies we're going to get out of this eventually, because there are stories to tell. There are funny things to do. There are heartbreaking things to do with the concept of this.
1: Being the, uh, the Marvel shill. Okay. Expect a Marvel movie to deal with pandemics very okay. soon. Ooh. Within the next 3 to 4 years. Now, do you it. have
0: do you have a prediction of which superhero would best play in a pandemic plotline like hmm. like like Hulk trying to crack the code of the vaccine or something like you, you could do that. Uh, I think
1: captain Marvel might be an interesting one. Cause you could do a pandemic on an alien planet. And then she's oh. kind of very, she's very militaristic. So she could stand in for maybe like m- maybe a, a government op- oppression I- idea, which I don't, I don't like some people are like, we're, we're being oppressed. And it's like, mm, you're okay. Circumstances, please. Like, sure. please. Like, can we have, Context for anything anymore?
0: Yeah, it's again, it's somewhere in the middle. Like I'm, I'm totally against this Michigan thing where it's like if you own two homes, you can't travel from one to the other. That seems stupid to me. Somebody out in a boat by themselves getting arrested—that sounds stupid to me. But again, like I, I get the whole hey, if you can stay in your fucking house, you know what I mean? Yeah, I I I guess I get that, but.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just a stupid, it's, it's one of those things where uh, I I tend to lose hope in humanity a little bit when I see people like running out and being like, don't tread on me. Yeah. It's all about my freedom. And I'm like, yeah, but that's like, you're kind of switching the topic maybe a, a tiny bit. Like a tiny. If bit. you live,
0: if you live by yourself and you can self isolate if you get sick, fine. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. But, but man, people got to move and they got to. Old people have to go to the store. You know, like yep. you know, my dad's getting up there, I guess in age, and he has to go to the store. So it's like I don't want anybody. fucking... You know what I mean? Like, right? I don't. Know. My dad. My dad is, and it's weird. He
1: he's like, you know, I'm whatever age, like. I think he's like 69, almost 70 now. And he just like, I'm in great health for my age and blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, yeah, but the virus doesn't <laughs> give a fuck about that. Like oh,
0: you're. Head... Yeah. Well, and like, that's just please. it too. Every time you turn on CNN or Fox or whoever you're watching, it's like, if you turn it on and then you turn it on the next day, it's like, you're hearing two completely different fucking things. They, yeah. they just need to give us like a weekly update. As, as to what is happening, I don't need a press conference from Trump or Cuomo or everyone every goddamn day. Uh, right. I don't need that. It doesn't interest me. I don't learn anything useful because the next day, the information is going to change anyway. So yeah, right. I mean, we don't have to talk about this all day, but no, we but, don't, uh, we don't.
1: Uh, that's been like almost 10 minutes of that. So yeah, we're but, good.
0: <laughs> but yes, we have news today. Um, we do. So, we do. So AMC has come out and this is new news to home. By the way, this is breaking to home. So we're going to get his reaction on the spot. AMC says it won't show Universal movies in wake of Trolls home release. So basically what happened here is uh, Trolls grossed about $95 million on their $20 straight-to-home theater release deal. And the Universal CEO... Um, it said, we expect to release more movies on both formats moving forward. AMC heard this and said uh, basically that, no, that's not the agreement that we have in place. Um, it's not the standard in the industry. And if you're going to do that without consulting us, uh, we will not be showing your movies in theaters. Now, hmm. a little perspective here. Universal's big they have the fast and the Furious franchise mm-hmm. um they did release the invisible Man movie um I mean they're one of the ones they're one of the top you know three or four yeah. studios everybody knows the logo when it pops up at the beginning of a movie um but yeah what do you think I mean does it make sense for AMC to do this do you think that it's a, a little bit um you know petty
1: I, uh this is uh you know I, I'm processing right now uh, i i um i kind of get why amc is doing this because they have to protect their own interests and basically they have to make an example of somebody who's i mean it's like it's mob tactics really it's like you know ah oh, you you step that line bobby boop slap right. you in the face you know kind of thing uh and i i get it because it's kind of like look this is our lifeblood this is literally what we do uh don't fuck with what we do So I get that. I I really, I really kind of empathize. And look, I'm biased. I love the theater going experience. Sure, yes, I never want it to go away. The the act of going to a communal experience and experience a movie with somebody for the first time or a group of people for the first time, even strangers, it's it it creates community. I think it's an invaluable part of society.
0: Yeah, um, uh, somebody had said like brought up the point of like who wants to watch Tenet when it comes out like on their right. own TV, you know what I mean? Like right. that kind of thing, the Marvel right. movies. or a Marvel War, any, yeah. any,
1: anything big that's that's like this big thing that you know you're going to have a huge crowd for like there's nothing like it really uh and and i don't want to lose it so i get understand i i I actually kind of side with amc on this one uh and especially if they have some sort of like business agreement like hey we get first rights as far as first releases i also think that universal probably is jumping the gun on this one a little bit because it's like okay so you release trolls or trolls 2 or whatever the fuck uh it's like okay what was your competition yeah you made 95 million uh Would you have made that in the theater with more competition and would you have made that in a vacuum when not many people are releasing movies right now? I sincerely doubt it. I think this is a product of a very specific situation and I think making a judgment call off of a very biased, strange situation I think is really stupid on their part.
0: Yeah, and would it have made this much if it's a, not a kid's movie, too? Because you've right. got to think the parents are like, oh, Jesus Christ. Right now we have something to just sit our goddamn kids in front of the fucking TV exactly. and play exactly. for yep. Um now, now, the AMC response was this radical change by Universal to the business model that currently exists between our two companies represents nothing but downside for us and is categorically unacceptable to AMC Entertainment. Yeah. Accordingly, we want to be absolutely clear so that there is no ambiguity of any kind. AMC believes that with this proposed action to go to the home and theaters simultaneously, Universal is breaking the business model and dealings between our two companies. Um, Now, I've heard a lot of people say that AMC is screwing themselves over by doing this, uh, which... I get because, you know, something like Fast and the Furious 9 or whatever is going to make a shit ton of money. I mean, Mm -hmm. we know that, right? So all those people that would flock to AMC, no longer going to AMC. They're going elsewhere. Uh, But AMC is the largest chain of theaters. And if they don't play your movie, that's going to affect you, too. So so the idea that this this is one-sided and it's only going to screw AMC, I think is short-sighted
1: yeah no i i agree i agree this is uh this is not actually good for anyone really no um but uh i think i think that you might actually see more you know more uh theater chains actually follow suit because it's kind of the idea of like it's solidarity you know like if you get the entire i mean look there's there's movie production and then there's movie exhibition you know like that's that's kind of like if you want to break down movies and sort of the movie industry, that's kind of like the two sides of it really. And it's like, if you're fucking over half of that, uh, good luck to you because, uh, you know, that's, that's half of your business right there. So to
0: your point, regal cinemas said that before this happened, other studios have called and said, they've reassured us that there will be no change. And, um, Basically said other studios called us in a timely manner and told us that in the current situation, they want to shorten the windows for the window for movies that were already released as cinemas are closing. Most importantly, they reassured us that there will be no changes to their window policy once the cinema business returns. So, so Regal is putting up a stink on this too. They're not Mm -hmm. as quick to say, Hey, we ban it, but, but AMC is the big boy on the block. They're the ones with the most power. To mm-hmm. possibly now, now my, honestly, we're talking about all this and my thoughts are that somebody's going to sit down. It's like the Sony and Marvel thing, right? It's just yep. a bunch of blustering bullshit. Yep. And eventually they'll come to the table and figure something else out. Cause it just doesn't make any sense. Right. From- well, I mean, and if you look at like the
1: general trend of sort of how like this, the, the, the industry has been going is like the window between, uh, theatrical release and streaming release has, has been shortened dramatically. You know, it used to be like six months. Now it's closer to like three months or or maybe even two months since it's been out of theater. It's crazy.
0: It really so, is crazy.
1: So, I mean, this is like basically just a fast forwarding of that. And I think, you know, movie theaters obviously kind of being, I don't want to say movie theaters are are antiquated because i really don't think that they are because i think anybody who actually likes you know it's like it's like yeah you can go and watch a football game at the you know at the stadium or you can watch it at home like it's great at home yes. but there's literally nothing like going to a game live
0: no and, and a great and a great opening night release like Endgame game like, yes. for instance it feels like a sporting event it's it the only like, thing to
1: compare it to really like I, a like, concert like, I, I I doubt there's probably about anything in life that I would trade for like that experience or sure. like Infinity War or like, you know, like seeing these big movies in a group of people who are very passionate about it. There's nothing it's it's strangers you've never met in your life and you're having an emotional experience with those people.
0: Yeah, whether it be good or bad like whether the it be laughing, good or bad. like the guy laughing at uh Rise, of Skywalker, Rise of Skywalker who's like my favorite person in in town after well, like, that. like yes. Ended. Yes. That guy is a goddamn hero. <laughs> love but yeah, that I think guy. we agree. I uh it, crazy news though. I mean, yeah. that, well, there's there's major shifts are happening in the way that we work uh because of this, I think. Mm-hmm. Um go go to events and and maybe in a year or two we'll say okay well it wasn't as much of a change as we thought but but yeah there are shifts happening because of this virus uh and yeah to your point i would just be so sad if the new james bond came out and i was just like sitting in front of my tv ready to hit the rental button when it got released on amazon or whatever you know
1: like i'm sorry but we're humans we're like we're we're a species where we're communal we 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 exist in societies like we like as much as like people want to kind of bitch about like other people we like being around other people yes and i i, I think that's a valuable thing and i think unless, it's worth saving
0: unless you're at a movie and you've got assholes being loud or whatever right. that happens
1: right i'm not going to deny absolutely that. and that you know and i i kind of feel like that you almost know what kind of movie you're going to get that with do Right. Like if it's like a horror movie, I always know they're going to be ass- assholes. Yes,
0: it's true. It's true. Yeah. But, but yeah, that's enough of that. Uh, our topic this week, right. Which, uh, by the way, is, um, horror cooking show. What, what, what is it again? Who would make a, a good cooking show? Horror villain. I mean, we, we, we kind of like, we, 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 we kind
1: of like, uh, what, what, what did we do? We kind of like fresh it up for the kids, you know, like low sure. key hashtag, Uh, YOLO, like all of those phrases. Like we threw that in there. Like who would make the best YouTube cooking show
0: for a classic horror villain? So I, I forgot about the YouTube aspect of it. So So I was thinking, okay, yep, I I got it, though. You're picturing the cameras on the horror person. They're cooking the meal, whatever. Um, Now, before I hopped in here, I was talking about this with the guy I'm doing the Friday the 13th thing with. Sure. And he read the name of the episode, and he thought something different that I think we should just loop into this. Oh. Yeah. what about like the Gordon Ramsay type host who's like the host of the show uh-huh. where the cooking contestants yeah. are okay are, are okay like, so so we can go back and forth on this now who was your who was your pick for for my- horror movie or uh horror cooking show host my pick
1: was Jigsaw
0: okay from the infamous saw franchise from the saw franchise yes okay And, uh, set this up for us. Like, is this a weekly deal?
1: Is this so so... he, I mean, obviously like, look, the guy's got issues. Um, and, uh, I think that he would do a great job of, you know, I, I I think like he might be, he, he, look, he's vengeful. He's, he's a vengeful, angry little man. I'm going to refer to him as if he was like the actual tricycle doll that, uh, exists in the franchise. Uh, and, uh, look, he, he might make an entire series about cooking the least favorite foods of people that he hates
0: and then feeding okay. them. okay so so he is actually like the actor the guy is the yes. host it's not because no no, no. We- it's 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 the doll it's oh
1: doll it's the doll, the doll. okay and so so and who's the, cooking
0: the meal who's cooking look, the meal here's here's
1: the, here's the thing here's the thing this guy has the most intricate fucking plans out of like any fucking horror villain it's insane it's insane. Like this guy plans everything out and it's like, look, okay. I've got examples. I prepared slightly. I actually had a, I had a professional actually look this up for me. Good.
0: At least one of us did. Uh, so, uh, there's <laughs> a,
1: uh, so, uh, they, they gave me, uh, the razor room in the original saw. Okay. That's, that's your, uh, that's your cutting and tenderizing right there. I remember that.
0: Yep. yep. I remember that.
1: Uh, there's a, there's a furnace from saw two there's your oven uh there's also a head twister uh there's a head twister apparently uh you know i'm not the <laughs> biggest saw expert but there's a head twister uh you know that's how you can take look fresh chickens heads just come right off uh you know uh uh, uh the, the freezer they they froze a lawyer so lots of freezer okay. space keeping it nice and uh you know fresh uh uh, so you uh,
0: can work scenes from the movies into the the
1: show the experience okay but i also love the idea of like okay everybody remembers okay anybody who's seen back to the future one like the beginning sequence like sets up so much about the movie like oh uh like you hear like the story in the background about the plutonium being taken blah, blah 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 but also you're watching the genius of doc brown as like it's like this giant fucking uh 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 Almost like a, like a domino fucking effect of uh, his kitchen, and like how it makes his meal. That's right. Yep. And it makes the meal for Einstein. Okay. And uh, okay. and 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 this is what I picture Jigsaw doing. It's it's just a bunch of levers and pulleys and 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 spikes and kebabs, and it's the most entertaining cooking show because it's just what's he gonna do next? How's he gonna like? how is he going to make a mechanical machine that's going to fucking actually cook the food for you? And then he's going to force feed it to the people that he hates.
0: Got it. Okay. Now that, that works. I was thinking where you were going to go with this was that the doll is there and the, the host, so to speak, or it's, it's a weekly show. So Mm -hmm. every week he's got some other victim who's like in a, in a position where they have to follow the instructions oh. of the meal in order to survive the episode.
1: I like that. So I like that, that, too. that was,
0: that was where I thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to go with it, but yours is kind of more fun. I mean, um, you know the 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 idea that he's meticulous i and i immediately thought timers because i feel like yes. there's a lot of timers in the saw franchise yep, yep. And we got kitchen timers and so so it makes sense to me it makes perfect sense to me now the timer the timer exists
1: because okay one he's he's cooking the food for the victims that he hates and it's their least favorite food and there's a timer for how quickly
0: they have to finish it otherwise they're dead. Okay. So they've got like the, the trap is on their head or whatever. And so if it's, they almost don't... Like, it's almost like two
1: series. It's like, here's how you cook it. Okay. And then here's your reaction series, watching somebody eat it before they might die.
0: I would love to hear. Cause he's always got a reason for why he picked these people. You know, there's always like a, they're a horrible person in their life and, and, you know, they cheated on their spouse or they, you know, were a bad business person who screwed everyone over. I would love to hear, you know, what kind of things did these people do where they, they have to eat a poor meal, a bad meal. That's, it's it's
1: not a bad, it's a great meal, but it's their least favorite type of food. Like if you hate Indian food, he's going to make you eat Indian food.
0: Ah, Okay. So it's doable for the it, people. It's 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 kind of like like,
1: oh wow, that looks great. That okay. looks great. I would love to have that. I love Indian food. Oh, here's this guy who's like allergic to Indian food or Oh, so you
0: hate this guy then. As the viewer, you would hate the person who has to eat the food because you're yes, like yes. what an and ungrateful person. Like, and, and you're prick. like, fuck you. This is great. You have okay. no taste.
1: And then you're 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 kind of happy when they get killed because most of them are gonna get killed.
0: Okay, yeah. On sweet. YouTube.
1: And then the nice. video will get banned, and, <laughs> and then he'll YouTube, get, and then he'll
0: then he'll get deleted off of YouTube. All right. So um, I have been watching the Friday the Thirteenth movies, mm-hmm. so that's what's on my mind now. My first thought was Jason. Not much you can do with Jason, but sure. a YouTube cooking show that is a prequel to Friday the Thirteenth Part One, where mrs Voorhees in her sweater looking very nice she she just hosts a regular cooking show the 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 trick is there's a deformed child who's like pestering her in the back in the background is so this, she's is cooking this, her is this meal part of
1: the first friday of the 13th there's a deformed child in and well first... jason was deformed oh he okay was like uh he's well, like she, a... she went to a like an orphanage and found a deformed child to adopt just to bother her while she cooks?
0: No, no. It's her kid. It's a pre. Oh, it's her kid. Okay. It's before the kid drowned at the camp. It takes place like four months before it's the Uh, winter months. She's at home. She needs a hobby. She's like, Oh, I'm going to record these. I'm just going to record myself cooking. It's a found footage deal, right? So someone found the VHS tapes and they decided like, Holy shit. Like this okay. is a gold mine. I could upload these to YouTube, right? Okay.
1: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, real quick, I'm gonna top off my drink because hey, guess what? Uh little tipsy, Alex. Here. Oh, Jesus Christ. Not this not again. as bad. Be- not hey nowhere near as bad as last it, time you'll can you just bring
0: the bring the the drink over to the computer then you. what, what have i'm to gonna do up. is
1: i'm gonna mute my mic and i'm okay. gonna listen to you while you pitch this while i pour myself oh, another drink there's
0: not much left but go for it hurry god up because okay. i got nothing here so yeah so Look, essentially carry
1: the show god damn it
0: <laughs> yeah so essentially she you know has a cooking show um she's very like martha stewarty right she's very proper because when we met um, Mrs. Voorhees in Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, she was um, she was very nice seeming lady when you first meet her. Um, they probably didn't do a proper job of of really playing into that because they could have done something interesting with that and they really didn't. But but yes, uh, as the the evening goes on though, and she's doing these shows, um, and Jason does these little things in the kitchen that that irritate her. Uh, we start to just see a little bit of her dark side kind of come out episode to episode. Um, So this would be kind of, you know, obviously Jason dying and drowning was the nail in the coffin as far as her psychosis goes. But we start to see the progression of her turning into an insane maniac over time. So um, that's all I got. I don't know how long a home is going to be um, pouring his drink for, I see a shadow. I, I see no, a hold shadow. On. Hold on. I'm still listening.
1: I like this. Uh, I like the fact.
0: Okay, can, can you hear me? Can you I hear can. Me? Yes, absolutely. Houston, can you hear me? <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Okay. So I'm just carrying my mic. Look, this is going to be just the greatest fucking podcast ever. By the way, um, you know, uh, I, I like the fact that you're you kind of made it like s- sequential storytelling. Actually, like that's pretty great. Like, you've got like this, you've got this idea that like, it's a progressive thing about like how like she's getting more and more bothered by Jason, like it's becoming more and more annoying. Like, that's actually really good because that's actually going to get viewers like as far as like, okay, if we think about it, like as a series for YouTube, that's going to get
0: people to come back. She's got an arc. Yeah. Kind yes. Of. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and it makes sense too, because you could really play into it. Like, uh, you know, the last time I talked about Jason, I believe the whole thing was uh, playing on like the trans personal story of, um, you know, Jason walks in on a trans person and thinks it's his mother. Uh, this one is going to be, um, it's a movie made for those brave parents out there who have like, a um, a, a, a disabled child, which, you know, some of us will do understand, will never understand whatever. But, um, but, but basically the idea is going to be, there's like a psychological nature to this thing where you really, you really feel for this woman. She's a hero. She's doing such a great thing. And then, um, and then when, when, when the child ends up being mistreated, it just gives you more, uh, empathy towards that, Motherly character who was, you know, just trying to do her best as a single mom, um, you know, raising a, a kid with special needs. So that's that's the idea. Um, you know, I wasn't as prepared as you. I don't have a list of of wonderful uh, contraptions that that Jason's mother would use. All I know is you need the sweater and you need the uh, the kid in the background. Now, this topic though uh i feel like has so many different different ideas you could go with i mean you have you have leather face that you could throw on a cooking show uh he skins animals or whatever makes makes masks out of his out of his future meals uh you have freddy krueger who has knives for fingers um He, you know, actually did have a cooking moment in Friday the Third, or excuse me, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Five. That was a great
1: choice for the uh, the thumbnail. (laughs) Bon Appetit.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's there. He could do so much. Uh, Chucky. I mean, uh, Chucky in the kitchen. I think um, Chucky
1: is just entertaining as hell as a character. So uh,
0: watching him cook, like watching him do anything, would be great. It would Um, be great to watch him like force. A woman to cook and bitch at her through every step of the process about how fucking bad she is. No, you, you fucking didn't roast the fucking, yeah, right, exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah so, um, I, I, by feel the way,
1: good, like, good job kind of like saving this while I made myself another drink,
0: children. I got I drinking is bad filled, I drinking almost filled the whole time and and I had nothing going into this this was just woman in a sweater cooking that's not all like I you had, had so.
1: like not like you had like three weeks or anything
0: no no I did <laughs> yeah I yeah i uh I was not amply prepared for this look,
1: look uh uh okay look th- little inside into the show here for the viewers uh <laughs> we don't prepare for anything. <laughs> I literally reached out to an expert today an hour before the show. Oh, hey, so I need a favor. Expert. Yep. Yeah. Right. You're phone a friend. A, yeah. I phoned, yeah, I phoned a friend. Right. Like it was kind of great. Like, you know. But anyways, um, I like I uh look, when I drink, I love everything. Okay. But I love your idea because I love the idea of like this sort of like it's you've actually I, I was like, okay, serialized. What what do people love about like cooking shows? It's the same thing every time, just a different thing that they're cooking. You know? Sure, yes. Uh, and I thought about it in that regard. And I thought about YouTube and like people want something weird from YouTube. They 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 want something you can't see from normal TV. So like that was my thought behind Jigsaw. And I think Jigsaw really hits those two home in a really big way. But what you did is actually think about it from a narrative perspective. And what could I do with this narratively? And I think you came up with actually a
0: really interesting narrative idea for a series. I mean, thank you. I appreciate that. Now, uh, I do want to talk about, and I want to give credit to, to Paul from uh, from Tales from the Flipside, another podcast, because when he saw this topic, as I said, he thought of it as like the Top Chef or Gordon Ramsay type thing yeah. where you're the host and you have the contestants, right? Right, So, right. So I thought of like... Um, You know, when he said that, it's like, what, what would the punishment be when you're out on the show or, or is the panel like the panel of judges? Are they the horror movie characters? Um, And I mean, obviously, again, you could just do wonderful kills with kitchen items. Um, You know, uh, Jason, Jason's mother and, and stuff could be involved in this too, uh, she could be like the, like Freddy Krueger could be like the, um, like the, oh, who's the guy on American idol. Who's like the host, uh, the, the, like blonde guy. He's not on the Sechrist? panel. Seacrest. Yeah. Freddy Krueger's like the Ryan Seacrest. Cause he has all the personality, right? He's, he's like the, he's like the host with the most. Seacrest has he, no personality. Yeah. But he has to like, Seacrest is show. white bread. He has to carry the show. I feel no, like no, the, the judges are the ones who are He's your Simon great Cowell. Okay. He's your Freddie's Simon, Simon Cowell. Cowell. Okay. Okay. So he's you the meanest. You put mean your it.
1: most personable, most interesting person on your judges panel. That's okay. what you so do. So who's the host? Oh my god. Oh my god. That's the series right there. Cooking show <laughs> with a judges panel of horror villains. Right.
0: Yes, you have Well, that's what I was getting to. So he would be like, so one of the horror villains has to be that guy that mm. ryan c norman bates perhaps norman, norman bates would bates. be
1: absolutely the best choice maybe you nailed it first he... first try you nailed it
0: maybe sometimes he, he, he comes out of Norma. C-
1: he, yeah he fits he fits sort of like the white bread sort of plain jane kind of idea but he's fucking insane
0: yes okay that's perfect that's perfect. Okay, so the panel of judges. Um, see, this is where it gets tough. It's tough to do Michael Myers for this. I feel like because I don't know what he says or does on the show. I don't. I don't know that Michael could be a part of it. No, I don't think so either. I don't think Jason in his hockey no. mask form can be a part of it. I you think, have I think, to have one who have might. character. Character. You know. I think. I think
1: he might have Jigsaw, Chucky, and and Freddy. And Freddie, I think that might be your, your panel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How is this not
1: a thing? How has this never been a thing? It's a great SNL sketch. If any, yes, yes. (laughs) SNL. If you're hiring writers, (laughs) I'll just give you premises and somebody else can write it for you.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm picturing like the, like the, like you get the cast who did like the Jeopardy sketches back in the day with suck it Trebek and, you know, Burt Reynolds with Norm MacDonald and, you know, yeah. So that, that's the other way you could spin this. Um, I don't know anything else on the cooking show topic before we move on to our next segment here. No, no. I just, I love the idea. You know, I going back
1: to my idea. I love the idea of Jigsaw just creating these very elaborate puzzles for people to try and, you know, uh, like, I think part of the fun would be like, can I cook it like Jigsaw? Can I create what he created in his kitchen Ah. to make it myself?
0: You know, that's a funny thing about cooking shows is that who the fuck is actually like following along and making these things like nobody does that. I've never heard of a single person. I have never known anyone who right. like has the ingredients, they record the episode on VHS or whatever they watch it on, and they yep. follow along meticulously through the process. I've so you're literally watching it to, to see food that you will never eat in your life. Yeah, and you're like, that looks great. I would right. love to have that. And then you never have it. You can't have it. Yeah. So um, yeah. So the other thing we did uh this week. Yep. Um, is we watched a movie we watched extraction with wow. with my boy or your Does boy it? our boy um chris hemsworth <laughs> chris hemsworth so <laughs> uh, we both like chris hemsworth quite a bit i mean your let's boy i mean yeah. my boy i mean our boy yeah yeah i, I mean well, everybody's boy I uh what a he, boy. He, he really won me over in that goddamn uh motel whatever movie where he was like the bad guy. Uh uh the goddamn it, hotel the El Royale, El Royale, oh, oh, what oh, bad uh, night at the El Royale or yes. whatever. Yeah, yeah he yeah. really won me
1: over in that one. He was great in that. He's great Our, in that. He's great in uh Rush. Uh um, yes. yes, he is. That's true. He's easily the best part of the Ghostbusters remake. Um never
0: saw that. Thank you, God.
1: Yeah, yep. It's an abomination but uh but he's actually fun to watch in that um even though the joke is oh look how pretty and stupid he is
0: yes that's right the joke. because if you're good looking you have to be stupid yeah so.
1: but even so he's got a charisma but yeah he's he's kind of great and then he comes out swinging in this one where he's kind of like yeah guess what i can still do action movies it yes. doesn't need to be marvel
0: now now, what, what, overall, uh, spoiler free take from you? I, I know you like the action. That's about, or maybe you didn't like the action. You just thought it was wild. But what was your overall thought on the movie? So, uh, overall thought was, uh, I was kind of impressed,
1: actually. Okay. Um, now look, it's not a, it's not a good script. Like it's, it's not a bad script. It's just kind of a generic script. So generic. Yes. But the action is fucking wild. The performances are good, yep. and it does enough to create characters that you are behind, even if they are a bit cliche. Right, and I th-
0: kind of really fucking liked this movie. Okay, I really, I really fucking liked it. You you probably liked it a little better than I did. Um, it's not. It's thought, not. It's not great. No, it's not no. great. It, it it the action is awesome. It's very, uh, it's, 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 I, when I first turned it on, my first thought, oh, this is call of duty, the movie. That's like how I was watching it. Sure. Um, and the action, there is a scene in this that is an 11 minute, uh, simulated one shot scene where we have a car chase into an apartment building into a car chase, knife fight, whatever. It's It's insane. Awesome. Yes. It's so fucking cool. Now the movie itself um yeah nobody's bad in it chris hemsworth is pretty good in it uh but there's not much to chew on here uh but it's also my my biggest gripe with it is it's so predictable Mm -hmm. i mean every single thing that happens like uh you know there's a turncoat character in this and it's like the second i met him i knew where it was going right um and that kind of get me down. I really liked the kid.
1: Actually. The kid is really good. The kid is really good. Uh, there's there's a second kid who kind of gets sucked into sort of like the underworld of, uh, this is India, I believe it takes yes. place in. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, he gets sucked into the underworld of, of India and sort of like the organized crime section. He's actually pretty good in this. Um, the uh, secondary sort of rival character in this that Chris Hemsworth has a amazing action sequence in the one that you aforementioned the oh, 11 minute one the ponytail uh, guy the ponytail guy uh he's actually really good too like i actually think there are very good performances in this for what they're given uh, right they're
0: uh, very understated like you know they're they're very quiet characters yes brooding characters like the, the, um, the i would say the i look
1: the the plot is very bare bones minimum Yes. Um, it's, it's there as sort of a, a loose structure to get you from action sequence to action sequence. Sure. Um, and normally that bothers me, but there's just enough character. There's just enough character that makes you care because the kid, you like the kid. And and Hemsworth, even though it's the standard, I'm a brooding asshole with a fucking tragic backstory. Yes. Like, like got <laughs> it, got it. Uh, but also there's just enough
0: there that you care no it's it's for especially for a netflix movie yeah i would yeah i li- like it would it's theater worthy yep yep i would, say. I would agree with that and uh, like
1: it's crazy like this is the directorial debut of it's it's very john wick in that it's the directorial debut of a stunt coordinator
0: yes and uh yeah, and it's also, we should note, it was written by one of the Russo bro- brothers jo- and produced Joe by Russo. both, right? Yep, is that yep, correct? Produced by,
1: yep, produced by both, uh, written by Joe Russo. Um, so what that kind of lets you know is that Joe and Anthony Russo are really good at adapting good screenplays, but they're
0: not the greatest at doing their own screenplays. But with what they had, I mean, I, I suppose that's true. I. But, if, okay, so like I'm kind of, shitting on this movie i'm playing devil's advocate a bit but but i can't say that i didn't enjoy the watching the movie it's one of those it's just you want an entertaining movie i mean you could theoretically tune in and out of this for minutes at a time yep like you're looking at your phone whatever all of a sudden an action scene starts it gets your (laughs) it gets your attention and of did that when you're locked in it's awesome i would say so, I, I would say the, I would say
1: probably the problem with the movie structurally is that the amazing action sequence takes place in the middle of the movie and not the end of the movie. Um, now you need that to suck you in because structurally I'm kind of like, this is kind of a smart movie in that. Well, okay. It's not, it it's smart, but it's not genius because the beginning, like, let's just do structure real quick. Beginning is very, uh, uh exposition heavy it's not great the beginning is i would say easily the worst part of the movie
0: i don't like Uh, opening with what they opened with but we can talk about that in spoilers
1: right right I, i agree with that um yeah it works in other settings it doesn't work here um but uh the beginning is the weakest part and then like it kind of gets going and then the middle happens and the middle is very strong. You got this amazing action sequence and then it kind of cools down. You get these nice character, little character moments, not great, but good. Uh, and then the third act happens and the third act is fine, but uh, underwhelming, as as underwhelming compared to the second act. The second act has all the big character moments and it has all the amazing action. And then there's not much character moments left for the finale and there's really not an amazing sequence at the end. All no. the amazing sequences happen at the beginning in the middle.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I want to, I want to say that the big action scene is almost like the climax of the first act. Like, because yeah, ca- kind of you get yeah, this kind of, set up, right. It, it's almost like a third of the way through, which is bizarre, I think, yeah, but But it's definitely the draw of the movie. It's the thing that people will talk about from this movie. I mean, is that fair? Look,
1: this movie, you're not really going to rewatch. It's not like an A-plus movie. It's not even an A. It's probably not even a B. It's like a B-minus kind of movie. I have Uh, it
0: at a C-plus. Yeah.
1: like I'll give it a B-plus because I, I, I think I was shocked. I was shocked because I, I don't know, like we never talked about it, but the trailers came out and I was like, this movie is going to be shit.
0: I had fears that it was another one of those Affleck. Remember the Affleck one? Yes. With yep. The, yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. No, It's not that it's certainly no. there's more care put into it than that. Yes. And yeah.
1: the, and it like, it. look, it's, it's a dude movie and I don't want to sound sexist, but it's like the, the, like the action. Like if you're a dude and you like action movies, you're going to fucking love this shit. Very because Call
0: of Duty, man. It's for, it's, for the it's, Call of Duty crowd.
1: It's it's yeah yeah. I mean, well, it sucks you in, and you're like, God, I wish I could do that. That's fucking bad, dude. Right. Dude, just throw a, you just throw a dude into another dude. He killed a dude with a rake. Yes, that was sweet. That was that was sweet. sweet.
0: Yeah, like it's so it's so fucking like, like dudes get hit by cars in this. Yeah, uh there's one hit that's particularly Whoa. like, oh come on, he's fucking dead. It's, but, it's so brutal um, and then like
1: and there are people who are like getting up in arms about like the fucking brutality in this it's like dude it's a fucking movie like get the fuck off your moral high horse it's a fucking movie and I'm it's an you. action movie to boot
0: yeah i'm with you i uh, uh, it's funny because um i actually watched uh, chris stuckman's review of this and he brought up a good point mm. um he brought up the fact that it's like why does john wick not get as much shit for being so brutal. Right. And this one does. And his point was maybe John wicks a little more more pulpy kind of like, like, like stylized, right. Stylized. Right. And he's completely right. I think, because this does not feel that way. And I think that's why the simple story works in John wick while it doesn't necessarily always work here, because I would have to be the biggest hypocrite in the world to love John wick and then say that i don't like this as much because it's a very simple you know maybe john wick isn't as cliche but it's very simple and that's it's, it's john,
1: john wick is john okay john wick i don't know if is as cliche because of like the whole like animal killing aspect right. that's that's kind of like unique to the, the this is very cliche this is very it ticks all of the boxes
0: yes uh and it's far more predictable thing- in my opinion. Like I was thinking yes. about shit that the- was going to happen throughout the movie.
1: So, well, it, the thing is is like the second that you've gone through act 1, you know how this goes. You just do. Um and that's a problem. But right. uh it's John Wick is also very predictable, but the thing that separates John Wick is that it has an interesting unique world. That you want to see more of and you're not quite sure how certain characters play within it. Sure. Uh, this is this is very grounded. And so from that point, like story wise, it's very predictable. Right. Um, it also doesn't help that literally every character is very cliche, which is I hate saying because like, look, I love the loose, Rus- the Russo brothers. I think they're great um, we'll get into shit we watched. Um, I recently started watching uh community, which they were directors on for a long time, uh, okay. in addition to uh Arrested Development. And uh I think they're I think they're great directors, actually. I, I think they're legitimately great. Uh but this was not a great script, it was fine. Sure. It, like, it accomplished this... it ca- accomplished its goal though. I right. Guess. But I, and I think in I think that the actors in the scenes that they needed the actors to carry it because the script wasn't the greatest, I actually think they kind of excelled. The kid really excels in his sort of like, he has a a certain moment, we can get into it in spoilers, but he has a moment where he has to shine. Sure. And Chris... Chris Hemsworth has a certain scene where he has to shine. Now, Chris Hemsworth kind of shines throughout because he's kind of like he did a lot of the stunts himself. He's it's action very, man in this. He's action man. He's action yep. man. Yeah, it's it's very John Wick in that. Fucking but uh, cat.
0: so. Annoying. But he has
1: he has one scene where he's he's acting man, and it was yeah. very good. But I always I've always said that I think Chris Hemsworth is a better actor than I think he gets credit for.
0: I would agree. I would agree. Yeah. Ah, uh, let's get into spoilers though, shall we? Sure, sure. um so yeah, so the 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 my favorite part, the part that made me giggle, uh, my favorite outside of the eleven minute fight scene or the eleven minute chase fight, whatever knife fight, badass scene, was right. probably when Hemsworth has to fight the children. yes. Uh, That was fun. And he slaps them. He slaps them. Yes. I hope to God, and I haven't read like the negative views of this and how people are upset that it's violent or whatever. But please, dear God, tell me that they're not mad about that. I mean, I, because I I thought the whole point, well, the whole point was like he doesn't want to fight these kids and he has to. It was very obvious. It was very obvious because if they were adults, they'd all be dead. Yes. That was
1: very clear.
0: So that was very fun. I thought like, that Oh, was a really, shucks. God damn it. I have to that fucking was a really, hit this kid. You know? Right.
1: And, and, and I, I think, you know, it's very um, like, I, I love escape from New York. That's, that's a really fun movie. Yep. Um, And I I was kind of thinking about this in sort of that aspect. And I was like, Oh, well, this is kind of interesting. Like he made it away from this situation, gets a breather for a second. Oh, now he's got this new scenario. And I was like, if this movie, and I, I do actually think that Stuckman is kind of right. If this movie was a little more pulpy now that that's kind of asking the movie to actually change its essence, which uh, it, it, it didn't want to be that. So I right. can't fault it for what it didn't want to be, but I, 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 I can't help but think like this movie could have been something really cool if we had taken like an idea of like escaping a city different situations different enemies and what kind of weird sort of enemies can we run into to get out of the city it's 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 basically my john wick two pitch you
0: know sure yeah sure but, right yeah
1: but i love the idea of like you know little kids
0: attacking him that's kind of cool that,
1: that yeah, was a was cool fun. idea a gang of yeah. little kids I, but
0: you're right it's it's not played in the way that might work better which is that fantastical way like yes where the, where like, the kids john- like, a,
1: like a real fucking threat
0: Right. Right. Like in John Wick or Escape from New York or or The Warriors or something Mm -hmm. would be another example. It would be very, you know, outlandish and cartoonish. Yes. And in this, it's played very straight. Yes. And maybe that's not that's not as much fun. I don't know. I thought it was fucking fun. I, it's it's fun. a really good movie. Like
1: I love, okay. I, okay. Really good is maybe an exaggeration, but like, I love the moment where they have to go in the sewer for a bit. I'm like, dude, this is like, it, it reminds me of a video game, but in a different way where it's like, that reminds me of like a role playing game, like an RPG where it's like, oh, you have to escape a situation. You went into the tunnels. Like, sure. That's, you know, like that was kind of cool. And then like, David
0: Harbor shows up, and you're like, "Yes, fuck, yes!" The, Didn't know you were in the movie. The David Harbor part is probably my least favorite thing in the movie, though. Is it really? Th- yeah, because it, it's so fucking predictable. What's mm. gonna happen? And it's such cliche garbage that it's like, "Oh, my old war buddy owes me a favor. I'll call him up," and then he just shows up. Like, oh, he happened. He's in you, India. You, you he- happen to go on a mission? Yes, in yeah. a city. Where
1: your old war buddy is. <laughs> really? And then
0: the war buddy comes and pulls him out of the He's sewer, like the like only white dude in India, apparently. Well, and then they go back to his house and and yeah. i'm just like well wait a minute like we're acting like you can't get four kilometers away right but this dude just went and picked him up and took him back to his house is his house like a block down the street like it didn't right. seem that way and then they go into the house and the guy's like oh i gotta go i forget what he has to go do but i gotta I get have supplies to go kiss my wife good night was that what it was yes was that what it was yes. okay so he has to go kiss his wife good night sure Sure, that's what you're gonna go do. Yeah. Um, that does give us room for the emotional scene in the movie where uh, we learn the information we already knew because we're not you know, we don't have an IQ of 12, and we learn that Chris Hemsworth had a son who died of cancer, which we already really, knew because it, we just it, guessed. It, you it, know? it
1: was like, and he did though, he knocked it, he kind of knocked it out of the park for you. Thought he, he was good given. in that
0: scene, I, th- I, th- I did,
1: I thought he was good. Um, it actually got me a little bit like I knew it was coming. Like, sure, that, right. like, like, look, I'm not a fucking moron. I've seen movies, you know, but it's like, it, it did hit me a little bit, you know? And, and the thing that made it better. And this is where like, you know, look, you can point to strengths and you can point to weaknesses in a script. The thing that made it good was the fact that the kids like, you know, like, have you always been this way? Have you always been brave? And then he's like, I'm not brave. Yep. I, I went to war. So I didn't have to deal with my son dying.
0: That was pretty good. And I love
1: really good. That was a really good script moment.
0: And I like the idea that the kid is just, he's a kid. So he's just going to ask these inappropriate questions. And I was waiting. Here we go. I guess this was the only part that I didn't cat guess was going to happen. Cause I thought at some point him asking the questions, he'd be like, I don't want to talk about a kid. But, right, you know, Shut up. And then we will save that for later. But yep. no, he just was honest about the whole thing with the kid, which I guess plus points there because that – That was something that I feel like other movies wouldn't do. I feel like you'd go, you'd have him go like, shut up kid or whatever. And he would try to really be grumpy and you know, whatever. And
1: and it kind of made sense to me, like from a character perspective, I'm like, okay, he's been drinking, uh, he's on pain meds, like he's on zero sleep and he just got his ass fucking kicked. Yep. Like this kind of makes sense that he doesn't have it in him. Sure. Not do this.
0: Yep. Yeah. And then David Harbour comes back and he's going to murder the child. And,
1: and for, for David Harbour's part one, David Harbour is kind of always a win for most movies. Uh, He's just a character. He's, I mean, he's made a career off of showing up in a small role in a thing and being extremely likable. Um, But he also makes a good point. He makes a good point for trying to kill this kid. (sighs) I think he makes a very he makes a very pragmatic point.
0: Practical, it's a practical, yeah. It's a
1: very it's, practical yes. look at look at the situation, um, and uh, a fight between Harper
0: and uh, Thor is actually a little bit closer than <laughs> you would think,
1: uh, for all those nerds out there.
0: Yes, uh, so they fight, uh, but yeah, no, I didn't buy it. I that whole right. thing, I didn't buy. I just I didn't loved, like loved, any of it. Right, right. I wasn't the
1: biggest fan of it because I kind of saw it coming. What I, what I liked about it was the kid making the kill at the end and sort of not being able to handle it.
0: Sure. For like, five minutes.
1: Cause he's like 16 years old and he just killed the guy.
0: Yeah. But and we don't do under- anything beyond that. Like after no, that scene, no. we kind of just, Oh, okay. That where, happened. Where, Let's and that's run the, to the next thing. And that's where
1: the ending makes a little, like, it's not, it's, it's just, look, Joe. Huge fan. If you ever see this huge fucking fan, not the greatest script because it never comes around in a sort of a narrative way at the end, because it's kind of like the idea, like his dad would not blink. Clearly his dad would not blink in this situation. We know that, but how does this affect him at the end of the movie? How does, how does this inform his character and how he moves forward in his life after these moments meeting this man and doing this action? Sure, and that's where. Look, it's a it's a fine movie. It's not great. No. it's got amazing action,
0: though. It is like, fine, and, and it is a sign. Uh, I mean, the last two movies we've watched have been Netflix movies, and as good, if not better, than thirty-five to fifty percent of shit in theaters. I mean, I would certainly I would agree say, with that. I would certainly say the platform was just because it was so fucking out there. Uh, but yeah. But yeah, there. This is something where if I went and saw this in the theater, I would never have left the theater and been like, "Oh my god, what a pile of shit!" You know what I mean? Ever. So right. So yeah, it's. I recommend watching it. I guess. Yeah, Um, it's it's a definite
1: recommend from me. Now, Uh, did did we get? Did we even give great? We didn't. No, I said C plus. C plus. I said B minus. That's right.
0: Um, so here, so here's my question now. Uh, so I mentioned in spoilers, we talk about starting the movie with the end of the movie thing. Yeah, that that thing. Ah, uh, it kind of killed the end of the movie for me because yeah, because you know you're getting there. Right. Yeah. It, it doesn't work. Um, the very end of the movie, he survives. I guess. I, I mean, it's
1: left very ambiguous. I he he's out of focus. You don't know if it's him,
0: and you also don't know if it's real. I think it's him. I think the extraction two is happening. Which uh, please, I, please, no, please, fucking no.
1: Oh, no, why wouldn't There's nothing here for Chris. H- okay, look, I feel like right now <laughs> I would be recorded by somebody who's like doing a retrospective on extraction two and is like. This person said there's nothing here for extra extraction, extraction too. And this is why it's a masterpiece. But seriously, like, I really don't think that there's much here. I really oh, don't think word. there's much here for the character. Um, you can do a lot with action, and actually, Chris Hemsworth really did a good job in the action sequences. He really did. But his character is very thin. You didn't create a very interesting character. So why would I come back?
0: I mean, because it's on Netflix and fuck it. I mean, please,
1: no, please, no, please. No, no extraction to
0: we're getting extraction to Alex. We didn't want taken to either. We got that. And this is more likely than it taken to
1: the action. The action was good. I just want I want uh, God, I forget his name, but the uh, can you look it up while I'm talking? Sure. The fucking director of this thing. I want him to direct more things because I actually think that he's got real fucking potential as a director. If this is a directorial debut, and you're getting a B minus for me and a C plus, that's a good fucking sign because I I doubt that you're gonna go down from there. Sam Hargrave. Hargrave. Oh yeah. Oh, he was uh, he was a stunt double for Chris Evans in the uh, uh, Captain America series, and there then he go. became and then he became stunt coordinator, and now he's a director
0: there you go so yeah i'm I'm for it yeah give him a better script uh yeah yeah Yeah, i mean i think he did really good work
1: with actors like i think the actors were good but like he managed to capture those moments which is a sign of like knowing what's good and what's not sure so
0: yeah give him a slightly less cliche script you don't want the uh, the the crossover movie between John Wick and Extraction Man Tyler, whatever his name is. <laughs> they they do they do have Tyler Tyler. They hit that home. Yeah, you remember it. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, you know what?
1: I would actually love. <laughs> I would love that. But mostly because I would absolutely love for Ke- Keanu Reeves and Chris Evans, Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth to share the screen together. Sure. Um, I like them both. I want them. I, I want them both to have success. So yeah, no, I would love it. And also I'm a sucker for crossovers. So
0: yeah. Crossovers. I mean, even when they're a disaster, it's always, it's, it's always fun. fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. At least they're characters, except right. for Chris Evans character, Chris Hemsworth's character, which is not a character.
0: No, he's a cliche, but whatever. he really is, it's not really a character. It's true. I mean, uh, like, but he's, yeah. I, I, he's still enjoyable though, but anyways, we can, he's a know, good cliche. Like,
1: he's a great cliche. You know, and like I miss, like I kind of miss him, like being silly, Chris Evans or Chris. God, why God, do you I are keep just... calling him Chris Evans? It's because I said Chris Evans, and uh, it's what's not his very, name, was it's they, not but...
0: very Marvel fanish of you. The Marvel no, nerds no. are going to be.
1: Uh, I miss silly Chris Hemsworth because I think like that's kind of his bread and butter. But I think he kind of did a good job in this.
0: Yeah, I would agree. Uh, yeah. So anyway, shit we watched. Sure. Um, it's been a while. So I don't know how much shit you have. I'm going to try to remember all the shit I watched. But uh, what do you got to start us off with here? Uh,
1: so a quick one. Uh, I watched... Uh, I watched an episode like and people are going to be like dude you're so far behind like what the fuck's wrong with you. Uh I watched an episode of uh Black Mirror. Okay. Uh, it was called White Bear. Um really okay. good. Like this this show like I I already have sort of my stance on the show which is I hate you because I want to be a writer and you're taking all of the great premises and you're taking them away from me. Yes. You fucking assholes. But that just speaks to the quality of the show because it's really it's really fucking good and it was a really good episode and it like i had a really great conversation with somebody after we watched it about like the idea of like you know uh actually you know what i can't even talk about that because it's a spoiler for the yeah. fucking episode
0: don't tell me because i i'm way behind on black mirror i'm it's, way behind but literally like
1: almost every episode I've seen of black mirror has been really, really fucking good. It's a really well-written provocative show that makes you think. And that's what I love out of TV. Um, I watched a little bit of lock and key. It's that sort of like new show on Netflix.
0: Yeah. How's that? I've heard. Mixed uh,
1: things. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. It, 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 like it, like it kind of wants to be stranger things mixed with like a series of unfortunate events mixed with like a haunting of Hill house but it's not as good as any of those. It's kind of design. Look, I'm not the target demographic. I'm not 17 and a girl. Like that's really where it's aimed towards. Um, Well,
0: I've heard that the original source material is a lot darker and more fucked up than the show is. That's what I've heard. Well,
1: I would have preferred that. Um, it's not, it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's not great. It's fine. Um, I also was distracted half the time. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna breeze through all of my viewings because that's we're almost done. Yeah uh, the the last one that I had was uh, Community. I've watched so much Community now that it's on uh, Netflix. Yes, I'm on season four right now, and uh, I think season one is fucking it's great. It's such a good show. Season two, really good. Season three, a little bit of a drop off season four. So far has kind of been a massive drop off drop off from the, uh, the other ones, but I kind of know why, because I've sort of done the research on the series and found out that Dan Harmon, the creator of the series was kicked off of the show on season four and then came back in season five. So I'm not expecting much, much from the season, but I'm going to watch it because I have to know what happens to the characters. I'm not going to just skip a season. Right. But, uh, um, Abed and Troy are some of the greatest, most fun characters. They're goddamn heroes. Uh, they, they allow you to think that you can remain a child even as an adult. Um, and you know that that's not fucking true. But when you watch it and they build a fucking pillow fort or they build a fucking blanket fort and you're like, Uh, these guys are in their twenties and they're building a, they're building a fort in the dorm section that goes on for blocks and
0: blocks. Hey, why not?
1: It's so, it's so fun. And Abed being a character that like has Asperger's, like, one it's you know like we talk about representation and all of that like you know some people are like ah fucking representation I I'm, I'm I'm big on representation because I I I like seeing different types of characters and also I think it's important for different people but like seeing like a character like Abed who's a cartoonish admittedly a cartoonish version of Aspergers is uh it's a lot of fun he's a fun character and also he's incredibly likable and incredibly sympathetic. Uh, And uh, he's like, I think one of my favorite characters of like sitcom history. Like he really, he he goes down like with, with like Kramer and, and fuck. It's like like Kramer and him.
0: like It's like like Kramer and him. Who? Michael Scott.
1: Oh shit. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's kind of like in like the big trifecta. Like, I, I love Abed. Like, Abed is a great. See,
0: I'm a George guy, so I don't right. want to no. hear this nonsense. I love, I love George too.
1: <laughs> George, George is more of like a top ten than like a top five for oh, me, though. D- number one, you got you got number, you got number one. one. <laughs> yes, I, I do love George but I love to hate George. Yeah, George says the worst. He's, he's like, a, he's a horrible human being. <laughs> but yeah, I do uh, love him.
0: But no. So that's one worth checking out because I never, uh, I never watched that one. I've yeah, never, I, I didn't either. Like okay. I, I literally just started and it's like, this is like how did how did I miss this? This is like really fun. Well, shit, you're talking to the guy who just watched The Office like a year ago. So, right, I'm, right, you know, yeah, I, I think you'll like it. I, I do. I think you'll okay, like it. maybe I'll give that one a whirl. It's uh, not, anything it's else. Not, it's not as good as the as The Office, though, in my opinion. No, I, I can't imagine it is. I've never right. heard anyone say that it is. You know what so I mean?
1: There, there are community fans who are like big it's the greatest thing ever right but i think i think the bigger thing is that there are like really big dan Harmon fans
0: okay because he did rick rick and morty so people are like oh my god he's a fucking god that's got to be my next fucking project it's leaking into commercials on tv now i've got to fucking watch that i've got to watch rick and morty
1: i think if yeah i think you'll like it I, i but i think that rick and morty if you understand it is probably one of the best American animated shows
0: ever. Oh wow. So it's like in that in that like South Park The Simpsons like conversation of, I, of I, goodness. I,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. Nice. It's it's so smart. And if you like, if you get the references and if you get the meta jokes, and if like you understand like the philosophies, like I look, I don't want to be like it's highbrow, but like if you understand. <laughs> what it's trying to say like it's going to be really hard for you not to enjoy the show
0: yeah i got to watch that i've heard nothing but good things from people that i trust on that show yeah, which by the way good. uh home i am i am hearing multiple people now too or three that say you're wrong about castlevania so one of these days i want a didn't you a, watch a season pizza. one with me i didn't like season one Exactly. i didn't, I didn't it, like season one but
1: it's 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 the same thing just more
0: okay all right fair enough then it sucks i agree you guys are all wrong <laughs> it sucks it's I, the I, same thing just more I honestly, I don't even know if I finished the first season. Like, no, you I didn't. I remember you. It was you, a drag. Dro- you dropped me. off about halfway through. Right. But then I'm trying to s- explain to myself, like, okay, maybe this just isn't my thing. But it sounds to me like that's not it. Of course, like, cause I trust your opinion. It's and it not, sounds to me like that's not the reason why. I, I
1: don't think it. you'll like it because it's not very good writing. Okay. Look, look, here's the thing. Like, this is how I know it's not shit. I'm, I'm a huge sucker for anime. Okay. Huge, and if you have good animation and good music, like you're two thirds of the
0: way to me liking. Ah, so show. it's instantly it's watchable just with those. Like before, yes. before the story even yes. rears its ugly head, just those two things, it's entertaining to you. And yeah, the fact that it doesn't have both of those and no, it no, doesn't have a good it's, story, it's got, it's got, it's got decent animation and
1: it's got decent music but the story and the characters and the acting is bad okay and i can't get past that and if you like those things fine that's fine you like what you like can't convince you otherwise to me it was garbage and it's my
0: show so (laughs) suck it all right well hey you know what else is garbage what you could guess probably you might be able to guess you you might be able to guess like what would i have given a second shot that i knew was garbage on the second go around it was going to be just as much trash as it was on the first there's so many things okay
1: watch you watch too many things for me to guess that so
0: so it's called uh uh star wars episode (laughs) nine the rise of skywalker You did not. you, you Dude. Wow. Wow. Dude, wow. I put it wow. in. I, I wow. got the, you know, I had to buy the set, right? Because they mm. got the new 4K Ultra HD, HDR, Star Skywalker Saga, all mm. nine movies in HDR, whatever. So I had to buy the set. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't just watch this once. You know, I have to. It's the newest one. It's the one I know the least. So I'll pop that in. Dude. I couldn't pay attention to it man I could not I could not focus on the movie it's and, a fucking... and every time and every time I would look away or, or go to the bathroom or whatever, uh I would look back up at the screen and something completely new was happening I mean it was like it was it's it's worse than I thought dude it's, it's worse a, it's... it's worse on a second viewing it's worse i I
1: look. I will never revisit that movie because it is the it's the Avengers Age of Ultron of the new Star Wars series. It's easily the worst. It's easily the most convoluted. Age of Ultron um, is so
0: much better, though.
1: It's it so is, much it better. Is, it's so much, it's like like Age of Ultron is like a C plus B minus kind of sure. movie. Yes. Correct. This this is
0: this is like that's a fucking that's that's a fucking F, man. Like that's I I don't want to give it an Maybe it gets an F. I don't know. There, there is stuff on it. Watching it, like in really high res, like it is. I, I don't want to take away from the digital artistry and right. cinematography right. and all that stuff because it looks fucking great. Yeah, like it looks the Emperor, great. The emperor's lair with the 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 thing that he's on, like with the tubes in him and shit. Like it looks awesome. It like it's like a death metal album cover. You know right. what I mean? Um, right. And and there's but then you're in like you're at this fucking where they meet Lando at like the, 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 the Sandy planet. And it's just, it's mind boggling how bad it is. It really it's, is mind boggling. It's terrible. I don't want to waste too much time on it. Um, so you know, bad. I just wanted to get that out there that I so gave bad. it another shot. Uh, it, it probably won't be the last time I'm a star Wars fan. I love star Wars. Uh, but yeah, time to terrible, uh, let's get through some of the, okay. All right. So, um, we were talking and, and, and someone, you know, you said is a fan of gore, right? Like sure. The yeah. Gory stuff. Yep. Uh, so Joe Bob Briggs show is back. Uh, so Friday nights, he will be doing double features on shutter, uh, two random, like pulpy, usually seventies kind of weird movies. Uh, mm-hmm. and, um, uh, the first one was chopping mall which is not very gory, but the premise of this one is basically all these kids are uh, employees at a mall and they kind of hang out after the mall is over. Uh, And the mall has just um, uh, instituted or or put in place these, these new uh, three robotic security guards that, that, that go around the mall at night and patrol. Uh, anyways, there's an issue and they turn into murderous robots that chase these kids around the mall. <laughs> uh, kind of fun. Stupid <laughs> as hell. That sounds uh, really stupid. Stupid as hell. That uh, sounds but, really stupid. Yeah. But kind of fun, you know, okay. whatever. Uh, the second film was a movie called blood sucking freaks. Oh, oh boy. Blood. sucking oh, freaks. Bloodsucking Freaks, this is one that they played because Chris Jericho, the wrestler, was a guest on Joe Bob's show, and this was one of his favorite movies. Apparently, him and his buddies used to play a game where they would go to like the gas station where there were rental VHSs, and they would all have to pitch which weird fucking movie to rent. And he won with this one one week. And the premise is that there is a, there's a guy in New York City who... Um, he, he is the pro- proprietor of this like macabre uh, kind of like uh, artist, artist type Broadway type show where essentially he tortures women on stage and the people in the audience think it's a show, but, but he's actually nice. torturing them. Wow, It's something else. <laughs> Did they
1: sign like a waiver? Like no, he nope.
0: kidnaps them. He kidnaps oh. them. Oh. Um, so like, example, first off, he has a little midget guy who, oh, I'm sorry, a little person who um who who's kind of the the right hand quality save. quality <laughs> save. <laughs> He's the right-hand man, Um, and uh, apparently he was going to be played by that little Asian guy who was, like, in Fantasy Island and, like, the man with the golden gun. Like, that's who they envisioned. But he's, like, his right-hand man, and they go kidnap these women, and they've got this, like, this dungeon uh, built in the basement where like these women are like in there and basically like when a woman dies they throw the body parts into the other women to keep them alive they don't seem to be members of the show though so i don't know what their purpose is but essentially this woman gets kidnapped her boyfriend is like looking for her but the whole fucking movie is nothing but just whacked out like I was fascinated by how disgusting it was. And luckily it's like that seventies effect. So it, it looks so fake that it doesn't stomach it. Yes. But like, right. there's a scene where this doctor guy comes, this doctor duty knows, and, and like he straps this woman down and starts pulling her teeth out one by one. He rips her face off, like drills a hole in her head and six sticks, a straw mm-hmm. into her skull and starts drinking the brains out of her skull. Um, and the two freak what? show guys, the funny part about this scene was the two like freak show guys, like the main guy and, uh, his little, little person friend, like they look at each other like, Oh, this is just too much. We got to do something about this guy. So then they kill him. Um, yeah. So they kill the doctor, but yeah, oh, just- that's, 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 we, we've gone too
1: far. We've been right. throwing dismembered body parts yes. to other ladies to eat so that they can stay alive. But this is too far wow you guys have a really
0: specific moral line that you guys it was and and i'll tell you what so like people like that are fans of joe bob briggs like there's some that are complaining about him showing this movie because it's just it's not a very good movie i can see how it has it's a bad movie but i can see how it has like a cult following just because it's such a weird fucking thing Mm -hmm. uh but like that's kind of why I tune into that show is because I'm going to see some weird shit. He comes in every like 20 minutes or so they, they cut to him and he talks about the history of making the movie and whatever. Uh, So yeah, it was a fun time to watch it, but, but yes, very, very disgusting. Uh, uh, Now I, I did get on a little bit of a shutter kick. Um, They also have a new uh, 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 shutter original movie starring uh, Olga Kirlenko from, uh, she was in, uh, she was the Bond girl in Quantum of Solace. She was in uh, uh, the Tom Cruise clone movie, uh, Oblivion. Um, Good looking, oh, like, model, ex-model chick. Sure. And this plot was kind of interesting. Uh, so she's like, an uh, her husband's an artist. They move out to this, this, like, big old mansion that has since been moved out of. Um, mm-hmm. And they discover this hidden room where basically if you go in there and ask for something you get it so like if you go into the room and you ask for a million dollars it'll just appear right okay so so that's like the setup now it goes in some interesting places uh it has a very interesting ending um one of the places it goes and spoilers um uh is basically the 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 catch is that you can have the room create something, but as soon as you take it out of the house, it ages and turns to dust. So essentially they can't have children and the woman goes in there and asks for a child. And yes, so obviously problems arise. It has a really fucked up ending. It went places that were way more disturbing than I thought it was going to go. But the other thing is if if the creator of the item was killed, then the thing that was created can exist outside of the house. So like theoretically, if the parents died or the, whoever asked for the baby died, then the kid can leave.
1: That's very metaphorical.
0: So yes, right. The creator. Yes. Uh, But yes, it is uh, also the
1: idea that you have to kill your parents. Sure. Yes. To move on in life. Yes. So, it does. I feel like I already know the ending.
0: It doesn't really. No, you probably don't. That's the thing. That's mm. the thing that's fucked up about it. Interesting. Um, but yeah, that was pretty fun. Uh, the Taking of Deborah Logan is another one I watched. It's a found footage movie about this. Uh, uh, it's a documentary being made about a woman with Alzheimer's. Uh, some college students are making a documentary about Alzheimer's and learning about it and whatever. She's possessed. That was the movie. Uh, Pretty fucking creepy. The performance by the woman who plays Deborah Logan is creepy as fuck. So whatever. Um, the, The star of the break that we've had is this movie, The Ritual, on Netflix. Sure. This would have been in my top three of pretty much any year I can think of when it came out. Maybe not 2018 would have been tough because that was the Paddington hereditary mission impossible year. Sure. But but um but this one, and I don't want to spoil this because I want you to watch this because I think you'll actually like this one. This one is um there's a tragic thing that happens at the beginning uh between these group of old friends. They're gonna go on a trip to Sweden. It sounds like I'm I'm describing uh uh midsummer. What's it called midsummer, but it's not, yeah. it's nothing like midsummer. Uh, but they go out, we're going to go on a hiking trip. Something tragic happens fast forward to the hiking trip. Um, and they're out in the woods and essentially it becomes this like extremely intense horror movie with a creature. And it is fucking awesome, dude. Awesome. Has a great arc for your characters. All of them pretty much have like a really good moment in the movie. Um, I, it's an, it's an A or a plus. It is the best. I was trying to think of a better Netflix movie that I've seen. Mm. I don't think I've seen a better Netflix movie original. Now this is my cup of tea admittedly, but it's really fucking good. And I can't believe that it didn't get more hype than it's gotten better than the platform and marriage story, uh, marriage story. Yes. Marriage story. See, I didn't like marriage story as much as a lot of other people did though. Okay. Okay. But but yeah, that's the cream of the crop is marriage story. It's better than the platform though. Yes, it's wow. better than the platform. Wow. Wow, it's better than the platform.
1: What did yeah. I get platform? Like a B plus? Wow. Yeah,
0: and the platform was great. I really liked it. I really yeah. liked the platform a lot. But this is I was I was shocked. Um Let's just say, you know, I I never consider myself scared watching a horror movie these days. I'm never, like, frightened to the point where I, like, don't want to turn the lights off and shit. But it was genuinely, there are moments of intense terror in this that are fucking creepy. There's creative shit done where... They're basically melding this forest that they're in with like something that happened earlier in the movie where it's like really well done special effects, set design, uh, creature effects. The creature in this is just, it's not what you expect at all. You don't expect it to look the way it does. And it's fucking creative as hell. Uh, Yeah. So I can't say enough good things about it. Um, That one, I would, I want you to watch that with uh, the horror fan in your Mm. life because i thought it was great i thought it was fucking great um and then i watched all of messiah and then googled it on my phone and found out it wasn't coming back for a second season so that was (laughs) a waste of my fucking time show was mediocre i yeah i remember seeing ads and being like yeah that looks mediocre dude i like i would have watched another season because of the way the first one ended it Mm. had kind of a hook Right, Uh, But then when I Googled it, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? 10 hours, 10 episodes, 10 episodes. Um, Now, I also have seen the Better Call Saul season finale. Great show. Still great. Uh, Can't wait to see how it ends going into the final season. And Mm -hmm. I really want to give props to Homeland, which ended its eight-season run on Showtime. Sure. And... I didn't expect them to stick the landing. They stuck the landing. That show has been very, Mm. over the years, there's good seasons, there's bad seasons. Um, Thought the ending was about as good as they could have possibly made it, considering. And I was very, very, very happy with it. Uh, They left a little bit of an opening. Maybe they could do something. But if they didn't, if they didn't bring back, you know, the cast for another movie or season or something it would be just fine the way it is uh and then the last three things i have to talk about are three um, things yeah and i'll talk about them all as one i'll talk about them all as one wow uh comic books that i've read oh wow okay so uh i and and um check out on our youtube channel so where you're watching this uh we did a review of saga saga all of the The entire the entire series Yes, so apparently it's halfway done so they're gonna come back and do the other half eventually Mm. honestly dude it's so good oh my god like yeah oh my goodness like i audibly got pissed when i finished it because something went down Mm -hmm. and i like went god damn it and like slammed the book down and the wife from upstairs like honey what's wrong And I'm like, oh, nothing. One of my favorite characters just got his fucking head ripped off. And I was like, I was literally upset. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. I was literally upset because I love this character. And that's when you know, in my opinion, that's when you know something is great when you're legitimately upset but i've also been reading uh and this is on comic man andy's channel if anybody wants to uh, check this out but um i've been reading a a series called gideon falls um and this is a horror-esque comic book okay about like uh it reminds me a bit of silent hill the video game sure where it's like this this old town and there's a mystery and there's history to the town and you've got kind of two different separate plots going on uh, very good, and then I also have read the first six issues of uh, of Spawn. I read again, which I hadn't read in a long time. Wow! Um, which, what by a trip the way, that must have been. By the way, the obsession which with pouches in the nineties on comic book characters is really distracting and unbelievable. Yeah, it, it brings down the book. A it's kind of I, it's
1: it's it's kind of fantastic.
0: I do not understand why Spawn needs pouches.
1: He doesn't need pouches. <laughs> pouches give him comfort. They're like, you know, like they they soothe his anxiety. He's like, I understand pouches. I don't understand
0: my powers. No, I I he's got pouches, and I'm assuming that they came with his costume from hell i don't think he went and purchased these things at like the store and added them to his legs that would make it better if like if they weren't
1: red but he's got like red pouches that fit his goddamn costume yes and also it's really funny because he's like you know what i'm gonna wear it right here on my thigh it's gonna look so pretty like a garter belt
0: right it's like what why yeah. I don't understand why he has the pouches. Uh, now um, I will keep this. Uh, Cause I think I'm going to, I'm going to keep reading this for a while. I'm going to dive back in. There's like 200 something issues. I've, I've kind of got a project here. Okay. I kind of want to read this. Like I want it to be a book that I read a shit ton of where I have a little perspective on this series because what I know of spawn is like in the first 50 issues, right? I know where it goes. Okay. And it goes
1: bananas and then it goes off the rail.
0: I've got to imagine that I was thinking about that exact thing. I'm like, well, wait a minute. There's only so much you can do with this premise. I love the premise in the beginning. I really like Twitch and the, the fat cop guy. I like that whole thing. Uh, but but yeah, I was thinking to myself, like, wait a minute, this is still going. How the fuck is this still going? There are a lot of characters that come in and out of the series
1: and right. they're there and then they're gone and then they're just gone.
0: Now, the highlight of this to me is Todd McFarlane's art. I think he's, that's he's a, what he's makes a very this, good artist. The he's some of the shit looks artist. so cool, dude. Yeah. Like the look of Spawn with his mask off and it's just the dark face and like the hairs coming out and yeah. his green eyes and yeah. shit. Like the design is great. Uh yeah, I, I I'm it's, it's probably it's probably gonna make me dis it's probably gonna make me like spawn less overall, revisiting yeah, it if I'm being yeah. honest. But the character is cool, there's cool things you could do with this. I hope the movie actually still gets made because I do think Jeremy Renner and Jamie Foxx, that's pretty fucking sweet, yeah. Um, but but yeah, I, I'm interested to see what kind of a shit show develops in the, in the series. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see where it goes, but
1: yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's very much a product of its time. It's very artist driven. It's not necessarily story driven.
0: Right. Well, it's a very basic story. And the only way you can keep it going is to make it utterly fucking ridiculous. Like yep. it, to me, it's like you could turn, you could turn the story as it's been set up into like a 12 issue series where it's and, done and it and it, it kind of would have been better if it had done that could be true but I, i'll, I'll make image, that a, i'll make that argument image I'll comics though had to print that money that was their that that was that the was thing is like money. you know that was the cash cow it was it was so um and yeah i will point out that all three of those series are image comics so they're still going and they're putting out images independent- better
1: image is better now than it was back in the 90s right I'll just make that argument right now because they have become the house for really cool uh, independent creator owned comics. Right. Uh, Some of my favorite ones have come out of image in the last like 10 years, Uh, uh, seven to eternity. uh, Fucking uh, that. um, Oh shit. What is it? Tokyo ghost. Something like that. It's they've got some great shit with great artists and great writers
0: yeah well i gotta tell you man i was blown away by saga like I, I it's the it's probably the best comic book thing i've ever read i i get it reading it reading it made me understand why there are people that like have a pull list where they go every month yeah. to see yeah. what happens now you know what i'm saying yep so so i am bonkers excited for that to come back i i I feel like you have to read that, man. I'll I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll I'll ship them to you. Shit, I uh but I, yeah, I, you know, I have the first
1: hard uh, 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 hardcover, which is like okay. the first like eight or ten issues. Sure, and I knew I knew instantly after finishing that. I was like, yeah, I have to finish this because this it's is just great. too cool. It's the art is good, the story is cool, the characters are way out there and interesting. Oh like, god, it, the
0: TV people are like my favorite thing love ever. It, love it. It's that, so cool there's so a yeah, character I, who, who's got like a tube TV head and he's yeah. Prince robot. And then you meet the King and it's like a big giant HD TV head. And I was just like, that's just come on. That's yeah. just great. I'm you excited.
1: I am I'm, I'm excited to finish it.
0: Yeah. I'm excited for it to come back, but yeah, that's all I got. I mean, uh, you know, I guess one of these days we might have a cat's review for you people at some um, point we've been, we've been mulling that over. Um, I don't know if now is a safe time to watch Cats. I feel like I might throw myself through a window and try to just escape. Right. Yeah. But... Like
1: I just found myself out of a deep depression. I don't want, I don't, I don't know if I want to dive back in.
0: You don't want to watch Judy Dench lick her own asshole in a movie. You know, that might, that might keep me out of a depression forever because, uh, you know, if that's what Judy Dench has to find herself doing, uh, yes, you know, yes. Yeah. But yeah, that's it for me. I uh, I've been Jackson as always.
1: I've been home in the movies
0: and uh, yeah, come back and subscribe everywhere. People subscribe everywhere and have a good quarantine.